Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. And please share anything on social media that catches your eye. We appreciate that a great deal. We face the same censorship that many of you do. So uh, if you share the articles and podcasts, it helps us out a great deal. We really appreciate it. And you're also helping support independent media, which is very important. So uh, please continue to share the articles and podcasts. So much to talk about tonight. I'm going to begin with the expiration of Title 42 and the fact that we now have a wide open border in our country. Uh, We've had a wide open border ever since this Biden administration uh, came into office, and they keep trying to point their finger and blame other um, presidents in the past for this problem. But Ted Cruz really shut down a reporter last week. He did a great job explaining that under Trump, uh, we had over a 40-year low in uh, illegals coming here. Uh, the, his policies were working. We were in the process of building the wall. And then you've got Joe Biden who came in on day one and did what he promised. And that's cancel all of Trump's immigration policies. Just have our borders wide open. This is the same guy who told him that he was going to give him free health insurance, uh, free everything if they come here. So, of course, they listened to what he had to say during the Democrat primary debates, and they've been fleeing here by the millions since Joe Biden has taken office, and our border is a complete disaster. It's so bad down there. The border agents are actually bussing some of these illegals and trying to hide them. They don't want the American people to see how many people they are busing on a daily basis. Uh, This Biden administration has them trying to run cover up for how bad this problem is. And it's really pathetic because they just look at us like, oh, we're just American citizens. Uh, We don't have the right to know how many illegals are coming into our country. Uh, This is the way that they treat people. And we're seeing this all over the country. Uh, Chicago has had a big problem with illegals uh, coming in. New York has had a big problem with Texas Governor Greg Abbott sending them to these cities. I know he just sent some more to Kamala Harris's doorstep in Washington, D.C. as well. But there's some interesting comments from uh, Darnell Jones, a resident of South Shore. It's in the Chicago South Side. The black community there is not happy about the influx of illegals. They said, why would any leader put our black communities already riddled with crime at further risk by placing unvetted non-taxpayer steps away from our seniors, our children, and our homes. We've worked so hard on our own to secure. And of course, she's exactly right. She also went on to say, they will be fully taken care of, yet here in our community, we aren't taken care of. So this is what's going on in the Black communities around the country because of this illegal invasion And yet they'll still probably vote Democrat, even after realizing that, after pointing that out. 
you would think hopefully this is the beginning of them catching on and realizing, yeah, Democrats are going to promise you the world and deliver absolutely nothing. That's like Gavin Newsom had to put a kibosh on these reparations in California, because I honestly think that they thought that Republicans would come up with a lawsuit against these reparations. Well, the lawsuit never came, so Gavin Newsom had egg on his face and had to come out and cancel the reparations himself. So uh, you see these things backfiring on the Democrats and progressive policies. They don't really want to help black people. They want to keep the illegals flowing in so they can have future voters. And uh, it's just a really rough spot our country is in right now. Rob, how are you doing today, tonight? And what are your thoughts on Title 42's expiration? Andrew, I'm doing great. And we've talked about, well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And we've talked about Title 42 expiring uh, for quite some time now, even when Trump had instituted Trump, I mean, uh, Title 42 when he was in office. And what people have to realize is that Title 42 is not an immigration policy. Title 42 was designed so that when there is a pandemic and you have people that are coming across the border, coming across the border or just coming over legally it puts a it slows it down so that you can ensure that they're not bringing over a disease that's the whole thing behind title 42 now trump was able to use it to also slow down illegals that were coming over because the democrats did not care about illegals coming over during the pandemic because if you remember and even to this day the people that are coming across the border were never tested for COVID, the deadly disease that shut down America for two years, they weren't required to be tested. Many of them probably brought over COVID, but our government was focused on the American people shutting them down so that they could take away their rights, shutting them down so that Black Lives Matter and Antifa could protest during the summer of 2020. You got to think back, keep this into perspective. That's what happened. Title 42 was put up. Trump was using it to say, okay, this is one way I can slow down the invasion at our borders because Congress won't act. And we've got to also remember that Trump did build a wall. He had started building the wall, and he was going to get funding. And then Mad Dog Mattis came in deceitfully and said, well, Mr. President, we need to give our troops a raise. And we all know how Trump feels about our troops. He cares deeply about our troops. So he said, okay, I'm going to slow this down, and I'm going to make certain that our troops get a raise. But if you guys ever bring a bill like this before me, I am going to toss it. Think back. Remember these things that we're saying because the media will not report on it. The media will only focus on one thing to get your reaction as opposed to showing you the empowered picture and how things unfolded. So he used Title 42 to slow down the invasion of illegals that were coming across. And I know some people are now saying immigrants, illegal immigrants. No, they're illegal aliens. Stop trying to dress it up. Well, that sounds bad. It hurts their feelings. I don't care. It's not my fault that they're coming across illegally. And why are they leaving their country? Why are these people all at once deciding we're going to leave Mexico? And it's just not Mexico. It's Honduras. It's Nicaragua. It's China. They're coming all the way from China and from Africa, coming to our country, breaching our borders. And this is something else you've got to remember. 
when they're coming, they're saying if they know of a relative who's here that they can get in contact with, they can go and stay with them. Really? Well, how did the relatives come here? And is the, are the relatives encouraging them to come? See, there's a big picture here that the media is not sharing with you. And although I'm sharing it with you, you have to take this and share it with other people because this is how we get to the bottom of all this. What is happening? What is transpiring? You have a group of people who were living in Mexico and all these other countries. Now, all at once, they've decided we're going to go to America. For what? They were able to survive within that time frame in their country. Why are they coming here? They don't have a job. They don't speak the language. They don't want to learn the language. So why would they come here to get our taxpayer dollars? Why are they coming here to get our housing? We have a homeless problem already. Why is it now that you have these liberal mayors that are saying, oh, we're going to take these high-rise buildings, these hotels that have been abandoned, that have been unoccupied, and we're going to open them up for centers for the illegals that are coming here? Well, why didn't you have that idea with our homeless population, a homeless population that really shouldn't be at that level? These people should be at a job, at a desk, at a factory somewhere working, but they can't. You know why? Because we have given a lot of com companies incentives to go overseas and open up shop. Abandoning America, these companies that have gained so much because of our laws, allowing them to open up companies, giving them tax breaks, they've now decided, okay, we're going to go overseas. And we're going to set up shop there so that we can help build their middle class, the middle class in India, to build a middle class in China. China is not a third world country. We need to take that marker off of them. But we're allowing our country, our companies to go there. And then, too, another thing that you have to look at with our countries going there is why would they go there? Well, we have laws here that are penalizing the companies that are saying you need to pay more money, you need to pay more tax dollars. Well, if I'm setting up shop here and I'm hiring people, how much do you want from me? I have to make a profit also. You look at Chicago under Mary Lori Lightfoot, Citadel, a huge company left and went to Florida. We can't survive here. We can't survive here because of the violence. We can't survive here because of the taxes. Look at San Francisco. Walmart has closed shop. Nordstrom has closed shop. Not just because of the taxes, now because of the violence. Walmart looked at it and said, we have not made a profit since we've been here. And I think they've been there for five years because of all the violence, because of people coming in and shoplifting. Look at Chicago, the exact same thing. And these are cities whereby we have liberal mayors, and the liberal mayors happen to be people of color, be they Hispanic or black. And at the same time, they've declared themselves to be sanctuary cities because they have bought into the liberal ideology that if we bring in more of these illegals, they will eventually vote for us. Really. As I've said before, Republicans need to have a plan as to how we're going to deal with these people that are here currently. Because they're coming in, 
They're having babies. They're coming in the men and they're raping women, getting women pregnant. And those babies become anchor babies. They become United States citizens because they were born on our soil. We need to rethink that. I don't care if you were born on our soil. If you came here illegally, you are not an American. What are Republicans thinking? Why aren't they looking at this? This is, this is a very easy layup. You propose a bill and say, this is a bill that we need to keep pushing and push it until it's passed. We're going to change birthright citizenship. The only way you are a citizen is if you are here legally. If you came here illegally, you are not a citizen. That would be the first thing they should do, Andrew. And then secondly, they should say, how are we going to get rid of all these illegals that are here? Well, I thought about it, and I've thought about it. Trump had an idea at one point with the the, the so-called dreamers that Barack Obama created illegally. We're going to give the dreamers citizenship because this is the only country they know. I'm sorry. You want citizenship? You've got to be here for at least 20 years before you can vote. Oh, that's, that's too long. What do you mean it's too long? You came here illegally. Well, I didn't come. My parents. Okay, your parents came here illegally. There has to be a penalty. You just can't come in and think we're going to take up all your resources. Well, I'm giving back to the country, and I'm doing this. What are you doing for the country? How are you giving back to the country? Your parents came here illegally. They broke the law. And all those illegals that are coming to New York illegally, why isn't Alvin Bragg bringing charges against them? He's bringing charges against everyone else. He's going after Donald Trump for things that make absolutely no sense, for old crimes. You even had the other day, and I was completely – this was completely unbeknownst to me, Andrew. And we know that recently uh, – what is a woman's name? Jean Carroll prevailed in a lawsuit against Trump, a lawsuit that should have never been presented, by the way. But you know why it was presented? Because in the wee hours of the night, I think it was 2019, New York legislatures went in and changed the law with Cuomo at the helm, changed the law, allowing people to go back, giving them more time to bring frivolous lawsuits against individuals that claim they were raped or sex crimes. Change the law. I think it was in November, Thanksgiving night. Changed it. Unbeknownst to a lot of people. Now, of course, Cuomo was at the helm of this, and it backfired on him. That's one of the reasons why he lost his job as a governor. But they changed the law. That's unconstitutional. Quiet as it's kept. No one is saying anything about it. Now, eventually, it will come to the forefront, and we will have a judge who will challenge it, and it will probably make its way to the Supreme Court, and they will say, you can't do that. But see, right now, it's the law of the land in New York City. Right. This and should that, not be happening. That just shows how desperate the left is to take out President Donald J. Trump. They're literally changing laws to try and get him in trouble because his record of everything they've went after him for in the past is so squeaky clean. So now they have to change laws and try and uh, charge him for these made-up allegations from 30-plus years ago. It's absolutely absurd. Made-up allegations, but I'm not surprised because they did the same thing during the 2020 election. So all those people that are saying, oh, stop trying to litigate 2020. It's over with. Let's just move on. And you have Republicans saying the same thing. And I get it. I understand it. You want to move on because you say it's done with. It's not going to help us. Voters don't want to hear it. And the reason why 
I would submit to you is because Republicans don't want to hear it. But they were okay hearing that during the 2016 election, Andrew. Nonstop, people kept saying this was an illegitimate election. Trump stole the election. Trump this. We heard that for four years. They talked about it. And it was okay. The media talked about it. But the moment we talk about it, we get penalized. Oh, be quiet. Don't say it. And what do we do? We ball up in a little fetal position, and we don't want to say anything about it. And if someone says something about it, we go, oh, no, don't mention it. And that's the reason why we're not afraid to talk about it, and we're going to keep talking about it. Because they talked about it in 2016. Even during the, 20, the 2000 election, they talked about it. They said that Bush stole the election. So it was okay then. You know, you look at this. Yeah, I brought up Bush. Bush and Gore, they talked about how Bush stole the election, although he eventually – uh, prevailed over Al Gore, and rightfully so. And no, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor did not give the election to Bush. She applied the law accordingly. They said, if we keep doing this, Democrats will keep kicking this bucket down the road. We got to end it, plain and simple. But see, we don't have people in the media on our side who will stand up and point out these facts. They're more willing to kowtow to the left because they want to say, oh, but there are friends and there's some good journalists over there. No, I'm sorry. If you can't call balls and strikes, you're not a good journalist. If you're going to be biased, you're not a good journalist. If you're going to make yourself part of the story the way Caitlin Collins did during Trump's town hall, you're not a good journalist. Plain and simple. You're just not a good journalist. I went to journalism school, and that degree right now is worth nothing because of what how CNN and MSNBC have demonized and have destroyed that degree. They've destroyed that field, putting in their personal beliefs and their personal thoughts. They've destroyed it. So you're not a good journalist. When you can't come out and just say, look, what's happening here at the border is wrong. There are too many people invading our country, when you can't call them who they are, illegal aliens, as opposed to undocumented workers, uh, they're migrating here. No, they are illegally, they are invading our country, plain and simple. Because you have people who are coming here, Andrew, who are doing it the right way, who are getting an immigration attorney, and they're paying dearly to do the right thing. Whereas we're going to let people come across the border illegally, unchecked, we don't know who they are. And just come up here and set up house and create slum, uh, these slum lord, slum uh, neighborhoods. That's wrong. That should not be happening. But we'll pick this up on the other side of the break because I want to cover what you had mentioned. Now that you have in the black community, they're speaking out, but yet still they'll vote Democrat. Go figure. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing. And I just don't want to stop there. In the second half, I want to talk a little bit about the Republicans' response. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is just not getting the job done. I mean, he's been in there for quite a few months now, and we've still got Mayorkas, Biden, Ray, and Garland. He hasn't started impeachment proceedings on any of these people, and they've all gone above and beyond, broken several laws. They should all be under investigation. And this is not what we're seeing coming out of House Republicans. Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy is once again putting in another weak term, which is not surprising to me. Uh, of course, James Comer was the one talking about the Biden crime family. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is kind of staying on the sidelines as far as that goes as well. I mean, this guy has been completely useless. You know, if you guys want to donate to a great cause, help out Daniel Penny, the Marine and 
or the service member in New York City who got into the unfortunate incident with Jordan Neely. He was just defending the bystander. You could donate to him by going to www.givesendgo.com slash Daniel underscore Penny. So one more time, givesendgo.com slash Daniel underscore Penny to donate. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Loud. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. So when we went to break, Andrew was making a point about Kevin McCarthy and what he is not doing as far as holding a lot of Democrats accountable for their actions. I was also speaking about, as Andrew had mentioned during his opening, of Blacks in these sanctuary cities that are now pushing back and saying, wait a minute, why are you dumping these illegal aliens in our community? We don't have the resources that we need to take care of our community. But you're bringing them here. I doubt seriously, Andrew, that they're going to drop them at, uh, at Southside Chicago, where Obama is building his huge presidential library. I doubt it's going. To, I doubt they do, uh, drop them there because they don't want that area to be populated with illegals. And where is Obama? Why isn't he out trying to speak out against what's happening? Well, he's not going to speak out because he's okay with it. The same way Joe Biden this past weekend gave a commencement speech at Howard University. And what was the topic? The topic of choice, racism. Racism and white supremacy. I just got to say, black people got to wake up. Don't you see that they're using that word to get your vote and you're getting nothing in return? As Andrew mentioned during the first block of the show, look at what Gavin Newsom did. He teased you guys about getting reparations in California. California, which was not a slave state. Go look at it. Look it up in history. I know a lot of you are compl- you're probably saying, wait, what is he talking about? California was not a slave state. So why is California trying to dish out reparations? And this happened. This whole idea took place around the George Floyd murder. 
where they're doing it because they want to keep the black vote. They want blacks to think we're going to give you something, but they're not going to the same way Joe Biden was telling these young people, we're going to pay off your debt. Have you heard any more about it? No, they haven't said anything about it. They tease you with it. They got you to get in the streets and protest, not protest, but riot. They got you not to vote the way you should have in 2022. Once they got your vote, they turn your back on you. the same way Gavin Newsom. He got these people all revved up. Oh, we're close and we're going to prove this. And you had all these community meetings. You had these black people coming out speaking eloquently. And you've got to do this because enough is never enough. And you got to give us a, 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 a hundred thousand for every year and for this. And people, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. I even told Andrew, Andrew, you should move to California and just say that you're black. I mean, if you can say that you're a woman, why can't you say that you're black just to get some of the money? Who's going to deny it? Who's going to challenge you on it? But now, when it came to that pivotal moment, Gavin Newsom finally saw the light and said, well, we can't do that. We got to look at other things. It's not just about the money. Oh, so a lot of black people are mad. Well, no one told you to buy into that lie because it wasn't going to happen. The same way they're, they're getting you to support sanctuary cities and tell you, oh, well, you should want these illegals to come here because look at what happened to your ancestors. That happened 100 years ago. Okay, and when you really look at history, you will find out that, yes, there were some blacks that were kidnapped from Africa. But you know how? Because you had these white Europeans going in, making deals with these African kings and saying, if you give us this, we'll give you that. And the blacks that they were selling were blacks that the African kings had conquered. They had conquered their villages and they had these blacks for sale. So you got to know history. You got to understand the ends and the outs, understand the mechanics. The slave trade, the continental slave trade was wrong, but you have to understand what exactly took place, who was doing what. That's when you really get a, an appreciation for history. But right now they're telling everybody, oh, the white man, he went around, he colonized the entire world and look at all the problems that we have. Okay, if it wasn't the white man, it would have been the black man. If it wasn't the black man, it would have been the red man. Look at what the Moors did. They went around and they conquered. But you see, they have fixated your minds on white people are bad because when we came to the United States, which was an experiment, a very young nation and is still a young nation, we had problems just like all other countries. There were racist white people, and there still are, especially in the Democrat Party. And at the top of the list is Joe Biden. Because he keeps telling black people, this is what we're going to do. And don't look at me. Look at what I'm doing for you. But he hasn't done anything. But he's bringing in more people to replace you at the polls, the illegal immigrants. So now you have these blacks that are pushing back and saying, oh, I don't want this in my community in Chicago. Look at Mayor Adams. Adams came out the other day, and he's calling a Rockland County, which is upstate New York, executive, a racist and anti-Semitic. Why? Well, because he does not want in his town the illegal aliens. Well, I don't blame him. They didn't say that they were a sanctuary city. New York said that they were a sanctuary city. So why are you trying to bust the people from your sanctuary city to my city, which isn't a sanctuary city? Well, he's a white supremacist. He's a racist. And people will look at that and say, that's right. He's a racist. It's like, But simply because I don't want these people here because we can't provide for them. If you're going to send them here, make sure that you cut a check so that they can support themselves. But we're not going to utilize our resources 
to support people who came here illegally. We're not going to use our resources to say this. It's okay to come here illegally, and now we're going to give you money for it because, in essence, that's what we're doing. We're telling them you break the law, and we're going to give you money. And you see this all around. You have red cities that are saying we don't want them here. That's the reason why Greg Abbott is busing them to New York City and to California. All these red states. Now I know some people are saying, yeah, it's a good idea, but the money that you're using to bus them, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, but you got to do something because it's not fair to the residents and their taxpaying dollars for you to support these individuals. It's just not fair. Ron DeSantis is doing the same thing. So something has to be done. Now, I know that I think Tucker Carlson said once that what Greg Abbott should do is mobilize the National Guards around the border and say, you can't do that. You cannot bring these people here. Yeah, I agree with him. Maybe he should do that because the president can't do it. They want to keep that separation just in case the president, like Joe Biden, is corrupt and try to mobilize the, the United States Army and the National Guards can't do it. So the National Guards is under the jurisdiction of the governor. So maybe they should do that because the people that President Biden has sent to the border, they're just taking names and saying, okay, here's a name. Now you can go here. We'll see you later. You can't happen. And then Mallorca, Homeland Security guy, gave a press conference last week. And he's still contending that the border is okay. There's no chaos. When we see chaos, at the border. We see it. Thousands of people are coming across illegally. You know, that just brings me to my next, I uh, just had a thought rather. You had Bill Barr to come out the other day. Not Bill, yeah, Bill Barr, Andrew. And he was talking to, I think, Brett Baer. And he said at a town hall uh, or at some conference, he said, well, if we put Trump back in, it's just going to be complete chaos. Do we really want that chaos? Yes, you like his policies. But do we want the chaos? Okay. What do we have now, Bill Barr? What do we have now, former attorney general, former head of the Department of Justice? What do we have now with Biden? Complete chaos. But you see how they try to change things up? They want you to see things one way. Now, I'm sure when he said that, there were a lot of Republicans saying, oh, yeah, that's right. We like Trump's policies, but he gave us nothing but chaos. But what is Biden giving you now? No policies, complete chaos, nothing but a bunch of lies, and he's dividing the country with racism. So do you want that chaos, or do you want the chaos that Trump would bring that would get things done? You see, that's the reason why you have to stay tuned. You have to be like, have your mind open, and like, what exactly are they saying? So when Bill Barr said that, I'm like, but Bill, look at the chaos we have now. Look at our border. Look at our inner cities. Look at the, the division. Look at the crime. That's complete chaos. I don't want that chaos. The chaos under Trump was created by the media and by those rhino Republicans and Democrats. That was self-manufactured chaos to keep him from putting forth his agenda, which he was able to do. I'd rather have that any day than to have the criminal activity, people being killed. So, you know, you got to look at this. But going back to Mallorca. So he was at a press conference, and he was saying, oh, well, Title 42, we don't know what we're going to do, uh, but it, it's under control. No, it's not under control. Stop lying. So you had a journalist, April Ryan, the lovely April Ryan. She's a black journalist. She's female. And it's important to say that. We have to say that because Democrats like identity politics. So I'm going to mention it. And I think she's a reporter for PBS. 
So she was asking him about the border and asking him about the chaos. And of course, he was lying, saying, oh, there's no chaos. And she said, oh, yeah, but there was, because remember those uh, those border patrol officers that were whipping the black immigrants that were coming across? She said immigrants, but of course, they're illegals. And he said, no, that didn't happen. And she said, yes, it did happen. Now, notice what I'm saying. Mallorca, who had accused these officers of whipping the illegal Africans that were coming across the border, well, they had actually, I'm sorry, they were Haitians. They had left Haiti and had gone to Brazil, and Brazil kicked them out, so they decided to come to America because Biden said, you need to come here. We want to accept you all here. Biden gave them the invitation, although Biden denies it. But we have the tape. You can go and Google it that Biden told them to come, not once, but twice. He told them to come during the primary election when they were debating, and he had all those other candidates on the stage. And then he told them again once he had uh, become president or resident, as I say. Now, of course, Kamala Harris, the border czar, who has not even fulfilled any responsibilities as a border czar, did go and say, do not come here. Please don't come. But at the same time, at the back door, they're letting them come. So anyway, April Ryan was challenging him. And she said, no, the Border Patrol officers were actually whipping those Haitians. And he said, no, we did an investigation and that didn't happen. Now, mind you, Mallorca is yet to apologize to those men who he slandered. No, you would think that they would file a lawsuit the same way Jean Carroll filed a lawsuit against Trump to protect her good name. She doesn't have a good name, but hey, but no, he would not, he has not apologized. So she said, oh no, well, I don't know what your eyes were seeing, but I clearly saw them whipping them. And he said, well, that didn't happen. And I'm going to leave it at that. That didn't happen. Now, of course, she didn't like that at all. And you had a lot of other people that didn't like it. But you see, when you allow a lie like that to get out, unchallenged, it grows. And people believe that this is what happened. Now, we spoke about it when we first saw the picture. And I say, a picture is worth a thousand words. That does not look good. And that someone needs to come out and explain this. But see, they didn't want to because they wanted that image. They being Biden's administration, the Biden regime, they wanted that image out there that, look at this. This looks bad. White men whipping on black men. But see, what they failed to realize is that it was their administration. <laughs> it was happening under their administration. So it was making them out to look like racist. So they let the story float for a while because they didn't know how to handle it. They forgot, oops, this is us. And then once they realized that they came back, well, let's do an investigation. They quietly did an investigation. And as I said before, they never put the truth out there so that you could see it. They never elaborate on it. They put a little clipping in the paper, told the media, sent them a little press conference like, oh, we were wrong, but don't talk about it much because we want black people to keep thinking this so that we could keep getting their votes. The media has a vested interest to support these lies so that black people will continue to support the Democrat Party. Black people see that their communities are being destroyed with these illegals that are coming in that will turn, will lower their property value. They will create slums. Now, I know you guys have seen the stories on TV that you have these mayors that are putting up these illegals in these elaborate, these fancy hotels, and it's going to look nice, and they're getting room service. But we know how the government functions. Look at the government housings that are there that have just gone down the tube in these big cities. 
you have mold. I mean, some of these places look like the tenements from the, the turn of the century. They look horrible. They look horrendous. And that's what will be created. Adams is saying, oh, some of the buildings in New York City, we're going to open them up and we're going to house the illegals. Well, the buildings look really nice, Andrew. I mean, well kept now. But the moment the government takes over, they will go down because they're not going to take care of them. And then you will have these slum areas created in the heart of New York City, the Big Apple, which is a beautiful place. But look at San Francisco. As people say, it's a shithole now. It smells. It stinks. You have drug addicts walking around. Look at Los Angeles. And this is the, these are the people that you want, your elected officials? I mean, black people, if you keep voting the same way, what do you think is going to happen? Well, we don't like Trump. Why don't you like, well, he's a racist. Well, did you know that he was Al Sharpton's friend? He was Jesse Jackson's friend? And he was all these other characters' friends before he decided to run for president and warn you that we don't need to allow these people coming in from Mexico to cross our border? That was something was wrong with that. Oh, well, look at what he said in North Carolina. He was saying there were good people. Well, there were. Look at the woman who got killed. You guys have got to stop allowing them to push this nonsense in your head the same way they're pushing diversity and equity. Well, at least we're getting hired, but they're not hiring the best. They're hiring unqualified people for these jobs who are continuing to create more problems. You can dislike Trump. You can dislike Republicans. But I would submit to you, you need to look at their policies, and their policies will help you. That is the reason why a lot of black men voted for Donald Trump or for Republicans. And I would encourage more black men to wake up, because if you don't, you will be replaced with drag queens. Wake up. Be an alpha male. Stop allowing them to dictate who you are. Stop looking at people like Eric Adams who wants to wear a three-piece suit and that's all he wants to do and gets absolutely nothing done. Meanwhile, your sons are being put in jail because of the lack of opportunities. Those opportunities are going to the illegals. Wake up. Stop voting for these people. It's plain and simple, Andrew. As you said, they've got to stop giving them their vote because it does not work. When you have other people coming here, like the Cubans that are coming here, they don't vote for Democrats because they know they're not going to do anything for us. Absolutely nothing. And it's time people wake up and realize it, Andrew. Got to wake up. Yeah, very well said. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. The out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. 
From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And as Rob was just laying out how uh, black people need to stop voting for Democrats because they're just lying to them. We've seen it with the reparations in California. We see it now with putting the illegal immigrants in the middle of their communities. And now we're going to discuss Kevin McCarthy and his lack of action against this border crisis. I mean, this is a wide open border here. Uh, Mayorkas has been uh, missing in action, basically, on the border since he took over that position. And he still tries to pretend it's no big deal. Uh, They're doing the best they can, which we all know uh, better than that. And Kevin McCarthy has not done anything to this guy. Uh, He needs to look at removing Mayorkas from that position because he's a danger to America and American citizens. Uh, just continuing to allow these illegals flow through our border. Rob, what are your thoughts on the job that Kevin McCarthy has done so far as Speaker of the House? I'm being left a little disappointed. Well, you know, you had mentioned that you had teased our audience to that during the uh, second block of the show, and I wanted to talk about it. And I started talking about New Yorka, and I went took a different direction, but so I want to cover it now because you're right. There are too many people that need to be impeached. <laughs> they have not been impeached. They keep teasing us with it. They keep talking about it, but nothing is ever done. Now, we know that should they move in the direction impeachment proceedings, that because they don't control the Senate, it will probably go nowhere because Mitch McConnell is going to move on it. Uh, Mitt Romney is going to move on it. And you have a lot of other rhinos that are there that won't move on it. But that doesn't mean that they should not introduce articles of impeachment. They should introduce articles of impeachment. And, you know, Andrew, we could actually do a whole show on that of people that should be impeached, starting with Joe Biden. But we know that's not going to happen. But the people up under him, uh, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, they should be impeached. What we're finding out now the crimes that they have committed against the government. It's appalling. And if we had an honest media, and now I'm going to say on both 
sides, hear me clearly, on the left and the right, because we see that Fox is being kind of timid. I think the Murdoch boys are going to destroy Fox, but that's a story for a different day. But if we had a fair and honest media, they too would be pushing this. With all the information that's coming out from James Comer and Jim Jordan as to what the FBI did to get Biden into power and the CIA, we can't leave out the CIA, how they're going after parents and schools, how they're going after religious groups. And we had on our show the other day, Chai Van Fleet, and she said that this is all out of Mao's playbook, that they will go after the religion. They will go after law in order to shut down people. With all this information at our hands, and it's not someone who's thinking it or creating it or heard it secondhand like Alexander Vindman and that girl Heidi uh, who testified against Trump during the Jan 6. These are people who had intimate knowledge as to what happened. They witnessed it. They were in the middle of it. They saw this. And you can't bring forth an impeachment? We see that the border is in chaos. We don't have to ask Mallorca anymore, Andrew. We see with our own eyes, as Kamala Harris, the border czar would say. We see what's happening. It's not being made up. We see it. We see people coming across. We see them coming across and they're creating or they're, they're committing crimes against the country. We see this ourselves. We see it. So with all of that, why haven't they brought forth articles of impeachment? What are they waiting on? Why isn't or why aren't Republicans caucusing with someone on, let's say, the left and saying, look, we can do this. Do we have your support? Will you support us? They did it when they wanted to impeach Trump. They went up and they started talking to the Republicans. I mean, the Democrats talked to the uh, Republicans. Look at how they got Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney. Albeit, you know, those two, they were going to do it regardless and Adam uh, Kissinger because they're just as weak as they want to be. But still, you would think that they would say, let's see if we can get someone to rally on our side. Because the crimes that are being committed that we see that they're doing, it's unconscionable. And this is happening, Andrew, not in, in, our, in, in back of us. It's in front of us. The border is being invaded. Crime is at an all-time high. In Texas, the guy who was there illegally, who had been deported on more than one occasion, came in and shot up an entire family. Of course, the media isn't talking about it now because he wasn't a white man. But he should have never been here. You had another illegal who went and, and raped a girl, a kid. Should not have been here, but no one is saying anything about it. These people should be impeached. What is McCarthy doing? Now, I know he's battling Joe with the budget and raising the debt and all this other stuff, but we need more actionable items. We need more points on the book. We need him to stand out and say, no, we're coming after you. Stop teasing us with it. Just do it. We know that the media is not going to report on this because if they did, I do believe, Andrew, that a lot of these people would be looking for another job.
I do believe that Christopher Ray wouldn't feel as if though he's the king of the hill if the media were coming after him. But as I said, on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to go after them. And I hope with some of the others would do the same thing, some of these other independent journalists and media outfits. Let's just stay focused on one thing. And I think that was John Colonel John Mills who said, we got to stay laser focused on Tony Blinken so that we can get him out. He should be impeached. He should not be the Secretary of State. John McCain, the late John McCain, God bless his soul. I didn't agree with a lot of his politics, but he even said that back in 2014 when Barack Obama nominated him to be, I think, the undersecretary. He said this guy should not be let near the state house, but yet and still he's there and doing a horrible job. Look at how he advised Biden on Afghanistan, 13 soldiers were killed. Yes, we're going to keep talking about this because we don't want you guys to forget it. 13 soldiers lost their lives. Something needs to be done here. We need more points on the book. McCarthy needs to come out and just say, these are the people that we're going after. There's too much corruption taking place in this administration. If McCarthy could come out the way he came out, and attacked Trump on Jan 6 without having all the facts. He has all the facts now. Why isn't he moving? Now, I'm sure there's something going on behind the scenes. I can't see it. I need to see it. We need our party to see it. We need to give people hope to see that he's moving. That's not happening. Why isn't it happening? I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. We have all the evidence in front of us. The border has been breached. The border is completely jeopardized because of these failed policies of the Biden administration. And of course, if you talk about them, of course, they're going to say that you're a racist. But who cares at this point? We need to stand up for the American people. And when we're talking about blacks constantly voting for Democrats, maybe if Republicans were to get off their high horse and start going to those communities, Ronald McDaniels, and saying, look, we can make a difference. We can make a difference in your lives. Though some people will say, yeah, but that's a gone cause. Like, I can't think of her name. Uh, she, the blonde uh, commentator, long hair. She's not on TV much now. But she, in her view, I mean, she was for Trump at one point, and then she didn't like him. And she feels that, you know, it's a lost cause. We shouldn't even waste our time there. And see, I don't believe that. We're, we're, we give up too easily. We give up too easily when it comes to issues like that. We need to fight back. And I think that fighting back means we need to get as many people in the party as possible. That's how Trump was able to win. We need to get more people in the party and we need to start saying, hey, we are the alternative and this is what we can do for you. But we, we don't do it. We just want to just stick with the regular people. We've got to grow the base at some point. We have got to grow our base. And the only way to do it is to reach out to people and say, hey, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. And get people to – Ann Coulter, that's her name, Ann Coulter. She feels that, oh, we can't just don't even worry about the blacks because the Democrats got them and we got to move on. But Ann, how are we going to grow the, the Republican base if we don't uh, break into their numbers, break off, and bring some of them over to our side? I mean, I like Ann, but sometimes I think she sees things myopically as it's too linear as opposed to looking at the bigger picture. It's like, how will we get our party to grow? We can't if they're indoctrinating everyone and they can't see the truth.
Yeah, I don't like Ann Coulter. I think she's horrible. Uh, the, I'm not surprised by her comment. She often says things for shock value, uh, regardless if they have any merit to them. I imagine it's only a matter of time before she interjects herself into the Republican primary and gives her oh-so-important opinion uh, that she thinks is important, but I'm not so sure really anyone else shares that opinion. I agree. I agree completely. I mean, Shimsum, she's just completely out there, and I'm thinking, okay, you're, you're a ship sailing by yourself. But that being said, just as, as we open it up, this uh, the last half of the show, Kevin McCarthy, he needs to – he's got to start moving. He has got to start moving and putting more points on the book to show that, hey, I'm in this to win it. And the only way we can win this is by calling these people out and saying we're going to impeach them. If the tables were turned, they would have already impeached Republicans or got Republicans out of their jobs. Look at uh, – what's her name? Susan Rice just stepped down, and Biden is now going to bring in this woman who is an admitted racist who made all these inflammatory remarks on Twitter. And Republicans are saying absolutely nothing. Her name is Neera Diras. She's an Indian. She made all these negative comments about Republicans. I mean, and some of them were very threatening. And she herself decided, okay, I'm going to take my name down. I think they had wanted her to be over the budget committee. And then it came out, she had all this negative stuff. And, and while they were considering her, she was still tweeting negative things. Now that Susan Rice has stepped down, they're going to move her back in. It's like, there's no shame to Biden. He will nominate people. And knowing that they have a scandalous background, but he doesn't care. Whereas if a Republican were to do that, and the person had one little blemish from years ago, years ago, they won't say anything about it. Republicans won't when the Democrats come after them. It's like, okay, well, let's, maybe we should take this person down. You know, I often look back, and I'm, I want to cover something. I want to cover be, before the, the uh, hours up, the town hall. But this one point I want to make. None of this we would not be here if it wasn't for Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions started this. He allowed this to happen. Jeff Sessions, who was a strong senator from Alabama, but the moment he rolled over and kowtowed to the Democrats, that was it. And ever since that moment, Andrew, they have been steamrolling over us. And the only few that are trying to stand up, Jim Jordan, uh, Gates, and now James Comer. But we need more people to get into that ring and fight. Now, well, we, because I know we got a couple of minutes left, want to talk about, which everyone else is still talking about, the CNN town hall and the viewer backlash. Now, I'll, I'll say this one thing, feel free to jump in any moment, Andrew. But after that town hall, and you guys should know, I missed the first half of it. I thought it was going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then Andrew had texted me and said, hey, are you watching it? I'm like, oh, man, I forgot. I'm like, I thought it was at nine. He's like, no, it's on now. So I'm watching it. And Andrew said, well, it's going to be for two hours. Did you know that they cut it down to one hour? Because they saw how bad they were losing, how bad Caitlin Collins was. And I think people started to blow up their phones and saying, you got to pull this. This does not look good for us at all. So they only gave Trump one hour. Think about it. One hour. You know why? Because Trump was doing what Trump does best. He can communicate and he can connect with people. Granted, the majority of the people there were people that supported him and in his base in New Hampshire, but there were also some independents who were there. And I guess CNN was doing a live survey 
And when they saw that Trump was winning over a lot of these people, it's like, we got to pull this. So they cut it down to one hour. Can you believe it? And here's something else to think about. I'm hearing that they had approached Trump with this idea for quite some time. And he pushed back and said, nope, don't want to do it. And then they went into a negotiation as to if we're going to do it, this is how it's going to be. And I want it like this. And I want a town hall. And they probably negotiated who the moderator was going to be. And Trump probably said, okay, these are the questions. No, you can ask anything you want because, you know, Trump, he's not shy. He will discuss anything, although I feel that he should leave certain things alone, but he will discuss anything. But what he probably asked for is who the moderator will be and the, how the setup is. Then you guys can do the rest and the timing. And after that debate, they went to CNN and their commentators, their faces, they were all frowning. And this is a sad day for democracy. I can't believe this. He lied and he lied and he lied. It's like, you guys lie every time you come on. You're lying right now. <laughs> what gives? But Andrew, did, did you, do you feel the same way I did? That he just clobbered them. He steamrolled over them. Oh, yeah, it was a fantastic night for uh, Donald Trump. And I think it kind of reminded America um, just how effective he can be when given a platform to defend himself. I mean, it's been years since he's been given a platform on mainstream media to defend himself. And it sounded like he had a lot of cooped up anger and rage inside. And he just let it all out during that fantastic town hall. Uh, I thought he hit a home run, did a great job gave himself a lot of momentum going into 2024. And that was pretty much the talk afterwards was how President Trump completely dominated CNN. And uh, that Caitlin Collins, she is a nasty person. He called her out and it was the right thing to do because she had it coming. She kept asking him loaded questions. And before he could even get a response, she was firing off another gotcha question. So, uh, yeah, he just gave it back to him. He did a fantastic job. And, uh, I hope to see a lot more of that before the 2024 election. It's hard to believe, but we're already out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or thumbs up, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.